Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's up, guys? It's your boys, Finn and Adler, on a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. How you guys doing? Hopefully well. Adler, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself, my guy? I'm doing great. I Did have you- lavender latte cold brew coffee in my hand in my office cup, so I'm doing great. Okay, you doing? You look pretty good, Michael Scott. Yeesh. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <and there. laughs> hey, it never fails for one, right? It's exclusive. Finn, I, I got to ask you, what's this this thing on your face? You got like this, this thing. Got a, little, uh, got a little dirt there. On my face, you know. I feel like we, we've done this. We've done this song and dance before. <laughs> why? Why you got scared? What? What's? What's the story behind that? What's? What's going on? So, <laughs> okay. So I figured I actually challenged my own self. So okay. you're doing 75 hard, which I'm super proud of you. I feel like I failed you as your as your buddy, as your podcast host, but it's okay. I'm doing my own variation of uh, of the 75 hard, except mine's 25 hard. And that means I'm doing this beard growing situation for 25 weeks. So for some reason, I did it halfway after my birthday, the day after, it was like when I returned from my birthday, I got my face mask uh, situation for, you know, what is it? Or mask fit or whatever, I had to shave. Yeah. And since that day, I've been kind of just like, you know what? Okay, I'm Let gonna start see. growing this. Let me so I've it. been growing this thing and I mean, I keep it trimmed a little bit, but I just was like, Hey, I'm going to start growing some dirt on my face, you know, and just let it grow. So I like the there's, there's nothing behind it. There's honestly nothing behind it besides me wanting to just do something different. And Cassandra likes it. So, well, let me, okay. So there it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a real reason I was about to say, cause the 20, the 75 heart is supposed to be like, all right, this journey of like self-improvement and just to push yourself. And I, I'm not sure what the beard, like, yes, it pushed yourself mentally, I guess. I'll give you that. Because, um, you know, I, I wanted to get rid of it last week. I was like, dude, I'm so, I told Cassandra, I looked at her, I said, listen, hey, I don't hey, want this. I'm going to challenge you to this. I'm going to challenge you to grow out your beard, but then also throw in, like, a, at least four days a week workout. Okay. So that will go from 25 hard to 50 hard. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I mean, you could, you could do 25 days of just, 25 days, like 25 workouts, right? in um wait are you trying to do 25 weeks well no okay so i've actually challenged myself that's half the year i hope you know that no i know that's why i challenged myself i said from the time that i shaved i can trim it but i'm not going to shave it until the end of the year if that's where i want to go i actually would like to grow out the whole year but i told myself i'll give myself six months because we all know finn finn gets kind of like tinkering situation here oh man, I don't like it. And then I shave it off and then I hate myself for it because I'm ladies like, damn, it looks so good. And then I like take it off and I'm like, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if if Finn was a Marvel like villain, he would be called the tinkerer because oh, he finds a way to just tinker with his beard. <laughs> and actually a, a wide variety of things actually. <laughs> yeah, my coffee, my, my uh, book title, um, my Instagram name. <laughs> That's actually stayed for a while. I'm not gonna lie. That's hey, been the... that one. That one has. I'll give you that. I'll give you and that. And the name of our podcast. This. This. Is... And our podcast art, which not gonna lie, 
I don't even know if I want to show you. I started working on another cover page again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, I welcome you, the tinkerer. <laughs> I just earned myself a name here on the Bless You Nation. Hey, it's, it's Finn Foster, a.k.a. the tinkerer, a.k.a. Michael a.k.a. Uh, uh, Andy. Andy. Andy, Andy I, I've actually... This beard has gotten me a lot of attention for like Chris Pratt. So okay. if Chris Pratt ever was on our show or if Chris Pratt ever listened to our podcast, dude, people have commented, oh my gosh, you look like Chris Pratt. You look like that guy from uh, Galaxy, what is it called? The Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, you look like the guy from Parks and Rec. I'm like, oh God, this beard does it. I don't know what it is. Maybe I just, that's my doppelganger. When you got it going on, you got it going on. Man. That's right, man. Well, listen, dude. Love starting off this episode today with all this hype, this energy. You just got off of a workout. As you can probably tell, I'm in my scrubs. We headed to work here very shortly. Um, you know, we've been working really, really hard through this pandemic. I don't know what it is inside this coffee, but it has given me some firepower energy, which is going to be needed for this firepower episode today because we're going to be talking about something that we've kind of been building up to. We started off our first series of three with talk about the, the love languages, right? We talked about the love languages. We kind of highlighted each one. We kind of figured out where we are with our own personal one. And then we've talked about the, the love languages with our friendships, with people that we engage with. For example, right. you and I, you know, anybody really. And now today we're taking this to the next level because that's what we've been pretty much talking about all this season so far is the love languages in relationships. It's it's the one and only everybody. This is kind of like the, this is like the, the Tesla, the hybrid of all of them, because this is the one where people really utilize the love language at its most uh, optimal. This is the core, this is the core, of course. Yeah. This is the core. That's right. This, that's the word. This is the thing, right? Tonight, today, we're not going to you know, go too crazy about it, but I want to approach this with a level of transparency. Absolutely. Especially because we do have a female audience, a female audience that, you know, sometimes they, they want to know what guys generally think. So we're going to give them the love languages from a guy's perspective. And th that, that's a trick because uh, I can't tell you how many times in Finn, you can either, you know, agree with this or, and, or say, no, you don't agree with it. And if you say, no, I know you're lying. No. Um, nope, I know, don't know you know what you're saying, but nope. I know you're lying, and that's the scene, and that's, and that's how I know you're lying. So how many times in your life have you been like, yo, geez, women are so difficult, I have no idea what this woman wants. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, A lot. Day, I'm like, sorry, it, but I'm gonna be honest, but it makes no sense. Why is she upset? You know, and, and so, right? And so, and here's the thing, right? we're trying to understand it from our vantage point. And I think that guys, and I'm, I'm speaking for all of us, we, um, we tend to not view it from the vantage point of our significant other. We look at it like, well, I did this and I did this, that should be good enough. Versus, well, what you did were excellent ways to show that you care, but you were speaking your own language so, for example, right, if mm -hmm. uh, a gentleman comes home and he's like, I worked for, uh, 80 hours in two weeks or, you know, 90 hours in two weeks, I killed myself, I saved myself, I made sure that we had enough money for bills, I made sure you had enough money to eat, I make sure you have all this, uh, all these 
physical basic need necessities. All of them have been accounted for, right? Mm-hmm. And then still, and I can 100% guarantee you nine out of 10 times, your wife, your significant other is going to say, hey, you've, you've provided physically, which I thank you so much. And I don't want you to think it's unappreciated, but there's an emotional component that you're, you're neglecting. And unfortunately, as guys, because we're, we're, we're pigheaded like that sometimes, all we hear is, yeah, you did, you did all this work and we don't appreciate it. That's, that's the way, that's all we heard. But what you're saying is, I appreciate the work you're doing, but there's an emotional component that I need as well. And without that, I, I can't, I can't function. I need this emotional component in order to function in my day-to-day activities. Cause right. the love I get from you is the love that I can, you know, either present to the world or carry me throughout the day. It also creates less insecurities, better communication and less fighting. But unfortunately, us guys being the way that we are, all we hear is just one thing. And I, 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 I guess my question to you is like, have you ever, and be honest, like, have you ever found yourself um, asking those same type of questions, like, or being in that same exact scenario or being something similar where it's just like, you know, I can't believe it. And then, you know, us being, you know, ultra sensitive and feeling like our egos just bruised, you know, we, we lash out or we say something we don't mean at the time because we're just like, well, how can you say that? I did this, 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 but you're not really providing for the woman. You're really just providing for what you would want. And you're not, it's not just you in a relationship, it's you and the other person. Right. No, I have actually experienced this multiple times. And I think it's the, it's a, it's a learning, a learning opportunity and a pivotal aspect of growing within a relationship. I think we are very hard headed. And we're, like you said, we, we are very egoistic. We feel almost a little bit more uh, underappreciated in a sense when we encounter these situations. Now, as far as like me personally, kind of like bringing, bringing the, the, the bread to the table, so to speak, um, I couldn't really relate to that 100%. Um, but one of the things that I think that for me personally, right, like <clears throat> in situations, I'm trying to be very careful how to say this because I, really, I don't want to make anybody feel any kind of way. Um, well, yeah. Well, and, and so this, and this is why I say there's a level of transparency, not like in, not in, in order for, you know, somebody to get upset, but more so just to be like, hey, look. I'm trying to give insight from a guy's perspective of what we think and how we feel. And maybe, and this is just me, because I, I feel like we have a, a pretty good female following um, that, you know, I'm- Ew, we have a, it's about, it is about 50, 50. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure that they would love to, do, to hear this. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys that unfortunately in this, in this day and age, this society that we live in, it's yeah. almost, it's almost um, frowned upon for the guy to be emotional, right? So. Yes. And you know, that conversation I have, I actually have this conversation with Cassandra often because she will point me out and say, Hey, listen, stop worrying about like this and that. And what she loves about me, and this is what she, we talked about this. And it's, it's such a good feeling to be able to say, like my girlfriend said, she told me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she was like, everybody on account they one, two, three. Uh. <laughs> um, she, she tells me all the time that, you know, it's my personality that she was attracted to, you know, and it's who we are. And she thinks that it's amazing that as a guy, I could be emotional. And I'm like, that's really weird because, you know, I feel like I do a very good job of hiding it or not expressing it or showing it. Now I know inside I am an emotional person, but we do 
do a very good job of, of uh, bowing down to social norms by going, yes, men are not emotional. Yes, women this and men this and women that. And when it comes down to being transparent about this topic and to all my ladies out there, us men want to make sure you are tended to, right? And we'll talk about love languages, right? I think there are times where the love language that we have in mind or we have in heart, so to speak, we think we're doing the best job by doing what we are called to do as men. We're called to provide, lead, and protect, right? These are things that we're kind of created to do as men. We want to take care of you. We want to make sure that everything is tended to. Society's pretty much ingrained that into our heads. Correct. So we haven't really, for us to be able to kind of get out of the comfort zone, which our comfort zone is coming home, working, like that's the mindset that every man has. Work, provide, make sure there's food on the table and, you know, whatever else that comes with that. Breaking the boundaries of the emotional aspect requires us to understand that it's not just an A, B, C, repeat kind of thing. Because it's very basic to us. It's an A plus B equals C. And we just keep on doing that cycle. But we start adding a different level of color to the palette here or a different set of numbers or letters. You start doing basic math and going to algebra, which is what love is. Love is like an algebraic equation. Now it's going to require you to do more than just A plus B equals C. Now you might have A plus two divided by three X over four to the power of this. And that you just keep on going. Now, the reason why I'm taking a math problem, hold on. I see your face out of here. Like, okay, I don't know where he's going with this, but love is complicated. And so us men who are quote unquote, not most uh, emotional, it is an algebraic equation. And when you see numbers and letters mixed together, you're like, who came up with this concept of throwing the alphabet and the, the numbers together to create these equations. Someone was like, all right, let's do this. Love languages are put in the stage and into place for us to learn and grow. No one walks into a relationship saying, this is you, this is what you got, these are your love languages. These are things that men and women both interchangeably have to learn to grow with one another because over time you become more familiar or you become less familiar, depending on how you go, with how someone behaves or reacts because, because, check this out, because we are becoming comfortable with that person. So if you don't address the love language or get into the topic of understanding, you'll sit there and go, that guy's unemotional. That guy's not doing more than he should. He's just doing the physical things. So that's why it's really important to attack the love languages from the beginning, me personally, um, which is my next question for you. I have this question. Where do you feel like the love languages should be addressed? In the beginning of a relationship, a couple months after the relationship, a year into the relationship? What is, where do you feel, Adler, is the most ideal, most pivotal time to start actually addressing the love languages in a relationship? So first things first, um, and, and this is just me, right? Uh, hey, that's, that's that's the name of my book. This is me. Well, I said this is just me, but oh, just <laughs> but pretty it, close. Uh, just uh, just a real quick side note. Um, this is me is out August twentieth. It's coming out. It's coming out this Friday. By the time you guys hear this, it's coming out this Friday. So if you can 
put in your orders. It's on Amazon. It's on. It's at Target. Possibly. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, possibly. Almost there. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Nobles. It's anywhere you can possibly go and buy a book. Go out there and do it. My boy Finn Foster wrote a book, and he's awesome. Anyway, I'm going to go back to my point. Your question is: Do you think that it, when should I? It should be addressed. The first well, question. Well, when, yeah. When should love languages be? Address like exactly like beginning the middle obviously and, not the end if you're doing it at the end you're the first thing is first right yeah this is from a guy's perspective but it's for the ladies this is a little tip this is a little tip i'm not steve harvey but i'm giving you a little like i'm running i'm running the Houston game all right i'm giving you the answers to the test all right if you want to see how serious a guy is ask him what the five love languages are by him answering the five love languages it one gives you an answer, it gives you the, uh, it one, it gives you how he prefers to be loved. And two, it also shows if he's honest with himself. So if you're able to determine if a guy is honest with himself, then you, you won't waste your time trying to get to know somebody that's not a right fit. Because right. if you say, oh, well, I don't know my love language or I'm not, I never thought about it, then maybe, and I'm not saying that you should automatically emotionally discount them, but you know that shows that there's a, a level of emotional unpreparedness that he's coming into it. And if you have an emotional level of unpreparedness, then the relationship is gonna go where exactly? We don't know. We don't know, it's a question mark. And so for me, if, I'm, if I had a daughter, if I had a, if I had a sister, if I had any you know, lady friends, you know, um, listening, I would ask the five love languages, see if you know what you are. And if you can give me an answer, then that knows, then I know now that you're mostly in tune with your feelings. Now the question, and the third question becomes, how do you, do we translate that? Now, I think it's best to have that conversation in the beginning when things are getting serious. When you guys are like dating and stuff like that, um, like just like on your first date, you know, you can find out the love language, but I wouldn't go, I wouldn't risk going into too much detail for fear of possibly running the person off. So I would just take it nice and slow. And um, ladies, again, and this is just something that I've actually learned in you know, my dating, you know, life or whatever. Whenever I go into a situation, um, you know, everybody wants to be liked. And so this is why I always say if the first 90 days, you're selling yourself of who you want the person to perceive you as. After those 90 days, you start to see a chink in the armor. You start to see inconsistencies. You start to see different person start to appear out because at the end of the day, that's not who you are at default, right? So the, the most important thing is to be upfront of who you are in the very beginning. Don't try to pretend yeah. to be like, if you're not into sports, don't try to pretend like you're into sports. Just be upfront because at the end of the day, you wanna say, and I'm using the title of Finn's book, this is me. This is me in all my glory, all my faults, and you can either accept it or not. But the most important part is when you're on that first date is just to have fun for yourself. Aim at pleasing yourself and having fun. And I, I believe nine times out of 10, you'll, you'll um, enjoy yourself or you'll get right to the bottom and be like, yo, this person's not for me. And that's okay. The whole pro process of dating is to eliminate uh, the ones that are not meant for you. That's right. what you're supposed to be doing. So, but anyway, to answer your question, long story short, I believe that it should be addressed when things start to get a little bit more serious. You can introduce it in the very first few dates or whatever, but when I say deep dive, uh, hey, I feel loved when you do X, Y, and Z. 
I feel loved when you say such and such. I feel love. Those are the type of things that you, you have to communicate and you have to be in tune with that to know that, uh, that's my alarm. Uh, you have to be in tune with that to know that um, this is the person that you're trying to emotionally grow with. Correct. No, and that's, that's, that's really the important part of this whole process of love languages. And, and the, the reason I asked you that is because I feel like in <clears throat> A lot of people that I've seen or I've met, they, they don't know, they don't understand what love languages are. And they don't understand how that would be contributing. I have friends, I have guy friends that are like, oh, bro, it's like, I don't need it. Like, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm like, okay, well, do you know what your woman, like, do you, do you know your woman? Like, you've been dating for six months. Do you actually know her? And I'm not saying that to sound judgmental. I'm just a very direct person. And you put yourself in a position where I can question and maybe counsel you in a sense where I sound a little bit direct, because that's who I am, I'm going to point you out on it. Hey, did you ever get to know why CZQ over here, like, doesn't like this, or what she likes, and what she loves? Because when you're, if, if you keep talking to her, or you keep giving her gifts, but she hates gifts, at some point, it's going to be very obvious she's not going to be in your life. And it's, that is a very common thing that men not just men, but women also do. We don't communicate love at the level that we should. Mm -hmm. So we encourage you to take the time, read Gary Chapman's book, read the love languages. There's a like bajillion different resources out there that will help you and guide you and direct you <clears throat> as far as understanding that though. But when you, when you build up with somebody, and I'm learning this with Cassandra, that she doesn't really care for gifts. I mean, it's nice. But for her, it's being able to spend time with her and just enjoying the moment right then and there. Yeah. It's, it can be simple. It could be going to Mount Dora for the evening. It can be like the other night we went to... Sanford. Sanford. We went to Sanford. And you we know what it was? We right. ate German food. Yep. And we went and ate German food. We ate ice cream. And you know what? She got to experience what culture I come from. You know, we eat a lot of meat, but she was able to find a vegetarian dish and it's because she's vegetarian i've had to learn to compromise and look for the v look for the carrot look for the rabbit on there and make sure that oh okay they have a vegetarian option great it was, prob it was probably cabbage stop it sauerkraut <laughs> i actually just got that i was like i don't understand and then i realized no it, it there was a vegetarian option and she enjoyed it and she you know what she actually, I remember her saying, because we ended up going to like the pier or whatever and just, you know, sitting there and watch the sunset and just really enjoying our time together and watching the water. We laid upside down and looked at the sky. It was weird, but it was nice. It was fun. Like, it was just different because we're laying like this. And we're like looking up and we're like, can you imagine if the sky was upside down, the ocean was above? Like we were being weird. We were being kind of funny about it, but like, it's not even that it could be the goofiest time or the most serious time. I think that the best thing is that when you can spend time with somebody and get to know them and understand them and learn about them, it <clears throat> makes for the communication between another person that much more secure. And she said something, she's like, wow, babes, that was a really nice date night. And I'm like, yeah, that was really nice. And it's, it's just because of the quality of time. It wasn't about the quantity of things we done. We did. It was the quality of time. We went out to eat and we went out on the water. Which to me, here's my last thing that I'm going to share with you. Men, you do not have to take your woman to Disney World, Universal Studios, or to a movie theater the first time you meet somebody. <clears throat> I'm just saying, 
when you set your standards this high on day one, which is okay if you want to, I'm not going to judge you, but here's what I'm telling you. Get to know your woman. <clears throat> you can't do that in the movie theaters because you got to be quiet. You got to watch the movie. Universal, your focus is going to be on roller coasters, unless you really are going to talk about love languages on the Hulk. I mean, that, that's up to you. Or <clears throat> you spend some time with this person out of the park, go for a little walk around the lake, go to a restaurant, go out somewhere and get to know each other, men and women. Men, we typically want to do the impress, we do the impress, impress the woman approach, which is good. That's important. No, it's not. Wait, but hold on. I got a point that I'm going to make. Hold on. The impression part is already made, ideally, when you attract this woman. But impress her by knowing the love languages. Know her, impress her by being knowledgeable about what makes her feel loved. Not on the first date, but at some point when you get through the track of life, you'll get there. This so coffee's got me on another high, dude. I'm so sorry. Here's my thing, man. And I know we're, we're pressed for time, um, but I, I will say this, right? When it comes down to dating, and this is why I said you have to impress yourself. Forget about like trying to impress the other person. Because when you're trying to impress the other person, now you're acting out of character. You're acting out of your element. You're not being yourself. So okay. when you're trying to impress somebody, like, and this is where I feel like a lot of guys have a terrible time with this. They think that, you know, I'll buy the flyest car or I'll be at the, the you know, coolest clothes or I'll do... Like, you know, I'll, I'll take her to this big fancy restaurant. Unfortunately, you're selling this person a dream of who you're not. And that's like, that's, that's a disservice to you and the other person, because now you don't know if this person likes you for you and for what you can offer. Yeah. And, you know, and this is what I urge every single person from guys to girls. When you go on to a date, go and have fun. The idea of the date is supposed to have fun and then to see if this is somebody that you can get along with. Right. It's a, it's, it's more of like an, uh, a, a job interview. So not every person that interviews for the job gets the job, but you know, some people have good quality. Some people are overqualified. Some people, you know, um, they didn't mesh well, but it's about developing chemistry. And the only way you can develop chemistry is by showing up as yourself and just being you. Now, of course, like, you know, when you get into the honeymoon stage, like you, you are currently in the honeymoon stage and it's beautiful. I love it. The, this is the best part. This is, this is, and like, and I, I mean this in like the most respectful way, this is gonna, the best is gonna be because this is all brand new and everything is new. The new phase is fantastic. Now, the challenge I have to you is I challenge you, and you know, I'm doing this on uh, publicly, I challenge you to stay consistent, to consistently do those type of date nights, to consistently have those small little mo uh, moments and little events and consistently do it on the, on the days that you feel tired on the days you don't feel like doing it, the, the days you, she makes it really difficult to love her back. You get what I'm saying? Those are the days that like that right there is a level of consistency. That's what is going to make or break a relationship because it's cool. Everybody can start out running at the gate, but if you're sprinting out the gate and then you slowly turn it into a walk, that's where you're gonna lose. And that's just yeah. the last two cents. And that goes for men and women. So if you're sprinting out the gate, and you're, you're doing all the, you're checking all the boxes very early, then you wanna make sure that you're consistent with it as well. Because it right. plays a huge role. And the one thing I will say, men and women, both, uh, all of us, we have uh, a mindset or mentality. And we fall into this idea of, oh, this is who you used to be. And I expect for this person to always be that same way. Not ever realizing that we are 
always evolving, always changing, always improving and becoming different people. Every seven years, a person becomes different. So understand that going into a relationship that you have to be willing to um, just roll with the punches and accept the person for who they are. As they change, you go with them. And you know, as they develop, you develop with, your, uh, with them as well. So just match. That's uh, the last thing I have to say. And this is love languages. That's love right. This is from a two guys perspective where we're just basically two guys trying to break it down to you. You have to be able to speak the language that the person understands versus how you want to be loved yourself. Correct. And that is a discipline and a mindset. So set that mindset, have the discipline to do so. And, you know, guys, we appreciate you guys. We love you. We appreciate every single one of you guys just joining us today and listening in. Uh, we got a lot of big things happening. Um, like I said, we kind of are in this eye of the storm kind of deal right now, but make sure to stay tuned with us on our Instagram. Follow us at the best you nation. Follow Adler at 24 hours a day. You can follow me personally at the Finn Foster and make sure you have your, your, your availability to uh, get that book next week or whenever, I guess this comes out the week of this episode. So Friday. this Friday, that's, that's Friday. I'm excited. This is me. Uh, a book written by the Stephen Finn Foster. And um, this is your, one of your co-hosts Adler. And we're saying sign off. Goodbye. Have a wonderful week. Be the best version of you. We know that you can be. And we hope that you guys enjoyed this three-part series. That's right. God bless you guys.